0: Hello, this is Frank Favaro, president and founder of Serve Centric Coaching, and I'm super excited to be sponsoring the Undeniable Podcast. When we talk about business today,
1: everyone's looking to create an advantage, but how do you find it? Everything is copied with technology. Innovation is hard to come by. We can find it with customer experience. The
0: experience that you provide to your customers and to your employees determines the value you bring to the marketplace. We will create a plan for you that will get your business to the next level. You can find us at www.serve-centric.com. That's serve, centric, serve, S-E-R-V-E hyphen, centric, C-E-N-T-R-I-C.com. And you can reach me personally at 330-715-5361. Thank you. Blood time. Coach Cimarroni here. I got a dear friend, longtime friend, a Benedictine Bengal, Terry Armelli. How the fuck are you, bro? You can
1: say that, huh? Fuck
0: yeah, we (laughs) can say that.
1: Absolutely. (laughs) I'm doing fucking pretty good, (laughs) man. That's my boy. (laughs) Thanks (laughs) for having me here. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Yeah, life is good.
0: It is is good. And, you know, Terry, I saw some things uh, that you posted about a beautiful man, talented man revered man sandy santos Cagio.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, we lost him too 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 soon what did he mean to
1: you sandy was you know when when you when, if there was a mold for a referee honestly yeah. yep. i think that mold would be would be sandy right sandy his life was wrestling yeah you know and and he everybody knew he did, he was doing something he loved yeah you know like you said he was well known well respected in the entire wrestling community
0: not just,
1: not just, yeah, say Inter- not just in the northeast, Ohio, Ohio, right. country wise, international wise. Right. I mean, he did, you know, thirty some high school state championships. He's done the Big Ten championships, right? You know, regionals. He's done Pan Am Games, Olympic trials with the Greco and freestyle. Yep. Just the whole gamut. Right. The Hall of Fame, national, you know, Hall of Fame in Oklahoma, an Ohio Hall of Fame, probably numerous others. Right. Um. But he, yeah, he just was professional on the mat, knew the rules, no ego. Yeah. The ego no, ego was not like that. And Sandy spoken too. He would, yeah, and he would walk into the gym and people would be yelling from the stand, hey, Sandy. Or yeah, yeah. If they're even yelling mad at him at, this, at, this, at the mat. Sandy, yeah, you missed that call, Sandy. It's always Sandy. Everybody <laughs> knew Sandy. A, exactly you know? right. Yeah. So yeah, he was, uh, and coming up, he was like a mentor, you know. Yeah, yeah. He was one Did of, he you was, try he, to emulate him? He, well, he was one of the guys. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I came in from the, I came in at the uh, Northeast Ohio Wrestling Officials Association. Yeah. And at that time, it was like it was just, I would say probably the strongest association in the state. No doubt. We yeah. had you know numerous big time, you know, uh, Danny Palmer, Don Ferris, Donnie
0: was great, Cagios,
1: T- uh, yeah. yeah. Shownowers, right. um, You know, uh, Mike Dane. I mean, it just goes oh, on, yeah. and on and on. Yeah. And these are the ones that I came up underneath. You yeah. know, I was the one going watching those matches. How do they work? How do they do yes, things? Yes, you know?
0: right. Yeah, yeah. You were just the next generation,
1: right? At that, t- I didn't yeah. know it at that time, but I guess I did morph into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly you know? right. Yeah. So.
0: And you were the le- you were one of the leaders with uh, who's the gentleman out in Colombia? Uh,
1: Ray Anthony. Ray
0: Anthony. Mm-hmm. Terrific.
1: Yeah. Terrific. He's one of the state rule interpreters. I know. Ohio.
0: I know. I mm-hmm. was a terrific, talented yeah. guy. Um, and then you had. Uh, Bernie Rye, you know, Bernie Rye was right? another one, right? Good yeah, old yeah. Be Bernie. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, yeah. but Denny yeah. was terrific, uh, you know. Um, and so you you become one of the top referees in the state of Ohio. Was that ever a goal of yours? I mean, you know, you're a pretty good wrestler, you know. You are you're, you're you're I, I believe you're a, a nurse, right?
1: I'm a nurse now. Yeah, yeah I've a nurse now about twenty five years. Twenty-five
0: years, 25 yeah. Years. So did you want to be a referee? How, how did that You know, after
1: you know, wrestling in high school, went yeah. to college, wrestled there. Where'd you wrestle uh, in college? I went to Ashland. Okay. Uh, to, that was on a one-year, freshman year I worked, I wrestled. Had a good season, qualified for nationals. Um, sophomore year, I uh, had a knee injury. Yeah. Uh, actually, it was a funny story, kind of. Bill McGrain. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's a national Bill, alumni, yep, you know. Yep, uh, He was wrestling him in practice the day I blew out my knee. So. Oh, dear God. Thanks. Thanks, Bill. <laughs> um, so that kind of, you know, got... And at that time, it was, a, it was a meniscus tear, but it wasn't like it was now. You, yeah, I know. You know, not in and out. I was in a hospital for two nights, laid up for the season, you know. Been there,
0: done that, yeah. Yeah, so, it, was, it was meatball surgery back then. It, basically, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah,
1: yeah. So anyways, you know... Uh, Kind of fell off the fell off the you know off the off the edge, but school work went behind. I was there to wrestle, you know. When I couldn't yeah. wrestle, I kind of said, oh, "Why am I going to go to school?" Right. So, kinda got out of school, got a job, you know. Did a bunch of things, but became a nurse. Yep. Um, you know, and loving that right now. Cool. So, so what do you love? What did you love about officiating? You still got me on the match. It got me involved. You know, right. when my wrestling career was done, I didn't want to. I still wanted to do something with wrestling, and sure. coaching would have been great, but. As you know, the time commitment oh, and that is just overwhelming, and yeah. I didn't have a career that could allow me that, and sure. you know, so refereeing was the best thing. So, got into officiating, took a test with a good friend of mine, Dave Arter. Oh yeah, you know Dave. Dave's a terrific. We referee, sat, we were yeah. sitting side by side for the testing. My, my he went my, to Euclid, didn't he? He was a Euclid grad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Our license number one number apart, you know, I all dare. that. So we came up through the ranks together. Right. But um, yeah, it's just um, it's just kind of morphed into. Uh, uh, a long career than I thought. I didn't go in there thinking I'm going to be a state official. I just it was just a way to make a few extra bucks and still be a, have the best seat in the house. Well, yeah, know? but you
0: you 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 ro- you rose to the pinnacle. Well, it took, in Well, times. I mean, yeah. it was.
1: It was Eighteen years, so I got my first until I got my first state tournament. You know, yeah. so okay. I kind of had to cut my teeth, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, and then since I have done about I've done about twelve state tournaments and yep. a lot of big time matches along the way, and say, sure. had national championships. We a ton of kids that went on to college level and did well, and you know, it's just been just been awesome. It's just, just been great.
0: That's fantastic, yeah. and well, and and your brother Tim mm-hmm. went into coaching, right? And uh, right. he had a pretty pretty good career at Lake. And then at Chardon, and he also was I wasn't he the print is he a was he a principal
1: A D for a short time at AD? at at, 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 Chardon. A- a- yeah. A-D at Chardon. But he was a coach at Lake Catholic when he won the state state two division state championship. Right. With his mm-hmm. team there. So yeah, very successful.
0: And know. was he there during the shooting? Yeah. Yeah that's what I that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. And when we lost Danny parmiter mm-hmm. who was the first executed in that, in that horrific right. situation. Mm-hmm. And I think his leadership was terrific
1: during that time. Oh, yeah. It's I remember affected a lot of, lot of them still affected to this day by it. Yes, mm-hmm.
0: yes. And, well, that was I Marino's grandson.
1: Correct. Yeah. Right.
0: And right. Uh, we were at that funeral, and wow, mm-hmm. the line out the door. It was at Monrail, out uh, by the Captain Stadium in Lake County. Right. And uh, I remember going into that funeral and uh, terry it was like a mosh pit of love mm-hmm. for i marino he was in the middle and there had to be 50 of his former wrestlers around him just kind of yeah. loving him up sure. you know uh, but he was the only one that could really speak it was so terrific i mean oh, was so Oh, ter- such horrific. a young life mm-hmm. oh my god you know just mm-hmm. terrible mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, and i'm sure it's it, it affected tim
1: sure you know I mean, and, and on a positive note he's got into he's very, very active with um, um, the other coach that was very that, that kind of Tackled the shooter, Frank. Oh yeah, yeah, you know. the big guy. But anyways, yeah. they got they they've been very active with the, with in the government, with state and at the government level, state level down in Washington, going speaking for a getting the bill passed that now has you know the resource officers in every school. Beautiful. You know, they uh, done a lot of lot of campaigning for that. So
0: beautiful, beautiful, yeah. and that's that's, you know, that's so Tim, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I just love that, mm-hmm. and uh, so 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 Terry, you know, you're right now. Helping save lives, right? As an RN, I mean, well, yeah, I am kind
1: of tamed it back. I don't, you know, I did, I did a long stint in the ICUs and, and sure. that kind of stuff. But sure. now, you know, coming up on retirement, I've I work at home. I work at home. I I got you know, you. Do some talk to patients on the phone. So that's I am affecting lives, yeah, but not on you know the level I used to but exactly. Well, yeah. yeah.
0: So, so tell me a little bit about um, what some of the coaches that you had coming up and how they had an effect on you not only to do you know refereeing but also becoming a nurse did they have any effect
1: on you on what to, well, what, what I, you're doing honestly probably the first coach i had in my life and, that, and i didn't realize this until by me about 10 years ago or so mm-hmm. when i was talking and talking with um coach hunter yeah you know, Coach uh, hunter. we
0: just lost him to- right coach hunter, right
1: yeah. right mm-hmm. um him and his wife I grew up in Willowick. Yeah. And like fourth grade, I did a summer wrestling program at junior high. You did a few-week wrestling camp, and everybody got two matches, and at the end of the match, you got a ribbon with the blue if you won and red if you lost. And, yeah. you know, real neat. And I actually have those at home in my box. And, I'll be darned. And I was talking to the hunters about this thing, and they said, you know what? That was our camp. We ran that. I, I was a coach there. My wife ran that, and we didn't want to put those stickers on the thing. And, yeah. You know, it kind of like, wow, you know, way back then, and he... He was you know, that effective, was, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. so um, he was my one of our first coaches. High school, my high school coach was John Mastery. Sure, um, oh, you know, I love John. Which is, he's also he's not he, too long ago. We lost he was, him. He was, he was, no, he's still here. He just, oh, is he? Yeah, he just retired from refereeing. He got into refereeing after, you know, long football uh, right. fishing also. Okay, but um, he was my high school high school coach. Yep. Um, at Bennett and, and Tim's coach also. Yeah,
0: he was a cool dude, man.
1: Yeah, he was. You know, he was. You know, a younger guy. He just yeah. he was out of college a few years when he got to be the coach. So yep, you kind of could relate to him. Yep. very much easier than yep. you know. I like that. And, that, and then yeah. you know, then that Ashton coach was L. Platt. Yeah, you sure. know, as a coach-wise, it was fine. But it was, it was the other wrestlers that on the team that you know bonds were made and sure still are. You know, Mike Arnold, he was coach at. Uh, Yep. Garfield Heights.
0: Mike's a terrific guy. He's uh, retired down in North Carolina. Right, right. right. Yep.
1: Brian Millick was another one. He's used to coach at Padua. Sure. Head coach. Uh, yeah. Bill McGrain, I mentioned. Another uh, he
0: was he is, was he at North Olmsted, Bill?
1: He was know. at Olmsted Falls. Olmsted Falls, That's A number right. of years. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So a lot of cradle of, of coaches like, over there a lot, that team. A lot of little, a lot of, yeah, there's a couple more, I'm sure I'm forgetting, but yeah. Uh, and, and a lot of them we still keep in touch with, you know. Okay. Uh, my my sophomore year when I when my Sophomore year, I was still there, but didn't wrestle. Yeah. We had a kid, a guy on the team, Jeff Friedman. He won the national, champ- oh yeah, national championship, right? And he was also the MVP at the tournament too. Gotcha. What a, what a, wrestling him in the room was was an experience. <laughs> uh, you know? yeah, yeah, you wrestling know, was an experience. You thought you thought you were you could hang with anybody, uh, except he, him. He was yeah, yeah. he was exceptional. <laughs>
0: yeah, well, I had the opportunity to coach as a GA at John Carroll back in the early '80s, and man, oh man. We had some talent. That yeah, oh yeah, no uh, well, yeah, doubt. Yeah, we had some talent. We had Tommy Gallagher in there, and right. Mike Obino, and um, Nick Nick uh, D'Angelo, Tony Aletta.
1: Okay, you yeah. know,
0: um, so it was, uh, and actually, uh, some of the grad students came in and would wrestle, like Danny Stefanson and Chad Gross. They'd, sure. they'd stop in, you know. Jack Mulhall
1: so was there. Jack we was there. Well, Jack was a
0: little bit before that.
1: Okay. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: Jack was a stud. And Tim Bank. Tim Bank. No, Tim was after that. And, okay. Uh, he was a little bit after that, but. It was right there in the early 80s, and uh, that team was, I, I think there was like 50, 60 kids on the team. Wow. You know, it doesn't happen anymore. Right, right? right, You know what I mean? So and now they
1: got a girls program going on over there. Yeah, they do. Uh,
0: I interviewed uh, uh, Nathan Tomasello yeah. and his new wife right. and f- soon-to-be soon to be, new baby, right. Autumn. She's right. terrific. Matter of fact, we had, uh, uh, we had brunch with them over at uh, Brandon's, Krasowski's, Edwin's too, who's okay. a big supporter of this podcast. We love Brandon. Um, <laughs> but uh, the terrific young couple. You know, really, really good, and right. I think she's doing okay though, over there. She's,
1: no, no, no doubt. Yeah, good yeah. people. Yeah, it's you got know? a nice little program. I went to the very first match they had. There was me too. What, what experience? Yeah, you know? I know it was so many people. I didn't realize it was freestyle rules. I'm like, What is this? Yeah, Two exactly. Periods? What is this? You know, I didn't. I didn't, I had to read the rules because yeah, I didn't I know, understand right. them. You know, right? Scoring everything was different.
0: It was very different. Yeah. but they packed the house. Sure did. It was hysterical. And it was fun. Yeah, it was fun. It was yeah. really fun. Yeah, you know, and um, so when we take, we're going to take a break soon, and when we come back from the break. Terry, I want to talk about some of the matches, some of some crazy matches that you've had with some of the some of the top people, and maybe maybe not top people. Mm-hmm. Some of the things that have occurred, and some of the some of the things that have occurred with some of the some of the coaches. <laughs> I think I think you probably have a few stories. I got a story with Sullivan that I'll tell you. Okay, about. but uh, We're going to come back after the break, mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about those stories, and then um, some other things as well. Uh, this is Coach Cimarroni for Blood Time. We're with Terry Armelli. We'll be right back after the break. Infinite Search Solutions. Recruitment and placement search services at its finest. Northeast Ohio's Premier, easy, fast, and simple way to find the great and perfect candidate that you deserve. Matt Burns and his incredible team at Infinite Search Solutions are terrific. We are proud to have them as a sponsor. Reach out to Matt at 440 249 0485 or at their website, www. I N hyphen F I N I T We want to thank my good friend, Kevin Goodman, the managing partner at Blue Bridge Networks as our newest partner and sponsor. Please reach out to them for all of your managed IT services needs, cloud computing needs, data center services requirements, and all infrastructure solutions services kevin goodman and blue bridge networks seek them out at one 990 2583 that's one 990 2583 and at info at bbnllc.com and we're back with terry armelli okay. this coach cimarroni for blood time terry Tell me a little bit about some of the crazy <laughs> matches you've had in your career and some of the things that occurred.
1: Uh, there has been, yeah, he said it's been quite a few uh, yeah. over the years. But as far as bigger, bigger matches or dual meets, yep. I can tell you a couple of dual meets that really, because nowadays dual meets are a thing of the past. You don't really have the, you know. I, you I know, agree with
0: you, but when I was the head coach at Chagrin Falls, my final year, we had six dual meets on, sch- on the schedule. That's good. I said, this is nonsense. Right.
1: And we had three at home. Right. Again, everyone, everyone wants to go into big you know, multiple team tournaments and well, it's multiple easy. matches. You know? It's easy,
0: too. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it makes... You know, the the head coaching position is an odd co- position now because it's almost like you are lemmings and they just follow what everybody else does. Mm-hmm. And there's no creativity. Yeah. And I cha- I put that all aside. I said, the heck with that. I'm going to go back to rivalries. I'm going to go back to... You know, fans and, right. and parents and and sisters and brothers and and uncles and aunts coming to mm-hmm. watch the kids wrestle right. at their home.
1: Exactly. You know, they're doing these dueling in the schools now, which are excellent. Yeah, All terrific. All the schools are doing that. You know, yep. that's one way of getting a packed house. Exactly. But, right. Uh, but yeah, but one of the, the first one of the dual meets, In fact, I was talking with, with Bill Mcgrain, longtime coach at at, at Don't Sit Falls. Yep. Um, back uh, actually, nineteen eighty five, it was the uh, uh, Southwest Conference Championship. Yep. Olmstead Falls in Fairview. Sure. I had, uh, At that time, I mean, the, gym, the gym was absolutely packed. It was not a seat in the house. Okay. Olmstead Falls had a part of their band in the section, which kind of blew me away. I never had a band at a wrestling match. And yeah, it's kind of weird. Had a little band section with the horns and, you know. Yeah. But the match was just, it, not, there wasn't an easy match throughout the whole, you know, 13-weight class at that time. So it was very That Down a heavyweight match, Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, Fairview was up by one, I believe, but very tight. I mean, the heavyweight match with the winner was gonna win the dual meet. Sure. Okay? Yeah. Um the um Falls kid was uh I believe up by a point on the last last period, you know, figures or tied. I can't yeah. exactly, but I just remember I could just see him he doing a just doing a shot that I just kinda of blew my mind. Just like a dumb shot that didn't need to be done and other right. and Fairview could just, you know, chuck behind him and Took him down. Took him, took him down to one, no one do And right. the place was—I mean, the whole the whole gym was just loud throughout the whole the whole match. Right, right. But at that point, it just got it just erupted. You know, it was, uh, you know, and and Bill was saying it's probably one of the most memorial matches that he's ever do me that he's ever been involved with. You know? right, right, and there was, was a number of kids out of that dual meet both sides that went on to wrestle, you know, collegiately. So wow. very, very talented in yeah. teams. Yeah, in I had, playtime. I had
0: a, uh, a same similar experience, not as a referee, but as an assistant coach at Beachwood, when we were wrestling Richmond Heights in 1979. It was a big okay. rivalry, right. and the place was packed.
1: Sure, right. You know,
0: and so. Uh, I remember one of the wrestlers. I think his name was Tommy. We- yeah, Tommy Weiss wrestled a guy by the name of Al Sherrill and got kind of hosed by one of the. I think it was Bernie Rye actually okay. they may have hosed him. I'm not <laughs> sure if it was Bernie or not, but it, it could have been. And his father and his two brothers came out of the stands and they had to be thrown
1: out. Oh yeah, right. Oh sure. You <laughs> you know know I mean? have, oh yeah, it's yeah. happened. People, yeah. you know, yeah. come up, charge on the mat. Absolutely. And, you know, Absolutely. And, you know. It was. Yeah.
0: It was great. But it was a packed house. And the other one that I can remember. Was I think it was mentor versus maple in 1975 sure, sure. at maple, and it was i got I got a Go front row seat. I don't know how matches. I got the front row seat. I, was, I think it was friends of Ray Barrett, who was a state champion okay. 67 and I went there and it was insane mm-hmm. insane you, you don't see that anymore
1: no you know no, I mean right. you see
0: it maybe at a, at a tournament, but you don't see it anymore but
1: rarely yeah you know? there was a couple of St. edges too um, oh God with yeah. the, with, uh, involved I, actually, I was fortunate enough to be involved in two dual meets. Uh, that where it came down to the winner was, was for the natural championship. All oh, right, one with Apple Valley, and that's a long story. That's too, up, in, I'll tell up you. in Minnesota. Yeah, up yeah. in Minnesota. Um, that that's a story in itself. But the other match was with with uh, with with Blair. Right. You know, out of New uh, Jersey. Was, right. Blair Academy. Myself and Toby Dunlap. <laughs> Toby was a, main, a was, terrific Toby ref. was a main ref. I was assistant ref. Yep. And that that Jim also was just packed to the rafters. Yep. The stage, if you know the gymnasium, they have a stage there. Kids were sitting up on a stage, sitting on the floor. It was just, you know. And Toby and I couldn't hear basically each other. It was so loud throughout the whole matches, you know. Wow. It was uh, just an intent. And again, I think it came down one of, the, like, one of the last matches, too. And it did win that match and won the national championship. But just the intensity through from, you know, first whistle to the can last whistle. It's was palpable. So, you can feel it, yeah, yeah. I mean, each kid just fighting tooth and nail. There was no, you know. Yeah, yeah, very, very intense.
0: So I had a, I had a situation. I was refereeing a John Carroll versus Trenton State match, okay. Mm-hmm. And Carroll was ranked one in the country, and Trenton State was ranked two. So they came in. I think it was maybe even a weekend tournament, uh, dual meet tournament. And so he, they were wrestling in the final. I think it was the final. Okay. And Carroll was kicking their ass. It was twenty-one to two, going into the final match and it was Sully as the heavyweight, okay. And so Mark Sullivan. And they're, they're heavyweight, but he was, like a, he was like a street kid from like Trenton, New Jersey, just this real kind of a rough kid, you know? And Sully was definitely better, you could tell. But this, this kid was like a street fighter, and he kept leading with the head. So <laughs> I hit him for one point, right? And Sully kind of looks at me like, hey, you're yeah. right, you know, <laughs> right? And so the kid leads again, I hit him for another. I pull him in. I said, Don't lead again. I said, That's it. That's it. He leads of course, again. Of course. I hit him for two, but forget about it. Sully's <laughs> over my shoulder and he is pummeling this well, kid. yeah. yeah. <laughs> p- so the cops get you up, know, pull him apart. I actually disqualified that kid. Sure. Okay. okay. Right. So I disqualified that kid so, that, so Carol wins 27 to 2, right? They just destroy him. <laughs> And as this kid's walking out, he's flipping off the, the, the front row, which are all priests. Nice. That's That was this kid. Yeah, you know real I mean? nice. And and so Sully goes, he goes, thanks, Coach. <laughs> 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 but, I mean, this kid was just getting, he, he looked like hamburger after Yeah, you know right. I mean?
1: Yeah, he just so, wanted to get a few licks in him. And
0: And I was all of maybe 135 pounds. Well, I'm a, <laughs> I'm 132 pounds right now. But at the end of the day, it was like, there's no way I'm getting in between these guys. No, you know, I no, said, no, cops, no, no. come on in. You know
1: what I mean?
0: <laughs> so, um, so what do you, what, do, I'm, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to get off the topic of refereeing, I'm off the topic of, of, you know, your, your, your past. What do you see this, the future of our sport, Terry? Well. Because there's, it's, it's, it's tough to get referees. Well, I mean. And the, it's tough
1: to get assistant
0: coaches. Right. Right.
1: Right. So what do we, what well, do we do? Well, the referee do? part, you know. Yep. That's definitely an issue across the board with all sports. Um, it ref- is, Referee it? alone. Yeah. I think our numbers at one point at our greatest were somewhat over 900 officials in the country, in the state. Now we're a little bit over 600. Wow. So lots of third. A lot of it had to do with COVID, just people getting out. A lot of it's just attrition. Guys are are retiring, and there's just no new blood, new young guys coming in. Yep. Um, Which is, Yeah, I just
0: saw a a post on Facebook where a guy had to, the referees didn't show up or whatever, he had to come out of the stands and and referee the match. It mean, every
1: day we're getting emails, you know, from some school, some AD, somewhere, you know, begging, looking for officials because just not enough to cover. And now, especially now, you know, we've got girls wrestling, which yeah. is exploding. You know, right. wrestling is is the, like the biggest growth sport of all sports in the in the country, and it's due to girls wrestling. It's right. just uh, the numbers are great, so that's more officials you need. You know, yep. so yep. yeah, it's a tough thing, and and are they are kind of making some adjustments. They the the, the um, you become official a lot a lot easier a lot quicker now it's totally online. Gotcha. Go on to the Ohio State. Yeah, it's tough.
0: I mean, I had my, my license from '78 to 2001, so mm-hmm. I remember. Yeah, with the process, take tests, the classes. Easy. Yeah, yeah. now
1: you go online at, yeah. in, on the state line. Uh, it's a it's a webinar, to Zoom some Zoom meetings. Yep. Uh, you go to attend a Zoom meeting, you take a test, so you have a license. Yep. You don't even step on a mat. Yep. Which is you know it's a little scary. So, yes. So you're going to get people coming out of, coming out with new licenses that aren't going to have really. You know, some don't have any math time as an official. So yes, it takes time for them to mature. Yeah. And we all know coaches aren't the most patient people when it comes to oh my God. you know, it's officials worse. And, it, and fans. It's and worse parents. now. It's right. worse now. Totally. Yeah. So you get a new kid coming out doing doing his first match, making forty to forty bucks. Yep. And he's just getting ripped up and down, you know. Yeah. yeah. I don't need this. You know, so yeah. we need we need coaches and parents and fans to be more patient with the young kids. Right. Um <clears throat> The state is coming, is backing people up. State is putting out some money there to different associations, so we can kind of uh, pay for these new officials to go work on a, as an extra official at a tournament, just maybe fo- shadow a guy. Yeah, yeah. But pay them for their time, or, Makes or pay sense. for another veteran official to mentor that, 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 rest, that uh, official at a match. So things are being changes are being put in, but nothing's quick. And yeah. you know, you know, it's
0: interesting too because when I was coming up as a young coach. Like, KGO was like a rock star to me. Man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Guy Ferris. Don Ferris. Don Ferris. Don Donnie was like a rock. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember refereeing with, with Donnie at the regionals. At John Carroll, mm-hmm. and he's just getting dressed, Real, and he had his revolver, you know, because right. he was a police detective yeah. for the Cleveland Police. Right. And, and he would tell me the funniest stories about, you know, this and that. Oh, yeah. And, but I mean, like, wow, you know, these guys you mm-hmm. looked up to, you thought, I want to be like these guys. Right. Dudes. And that's you exactly what you mean?
1: said. Like I said before, those are guys you, you know, I'd find out where they were at, or, right. you know, I'd go to that tournament and, and just kind of watch how they operate. And yeah. I remember sitting there with Dave, you know, Arter, and saying, you know, if we made that stall call, or if yeah. I didn't give that tape on, if I could, did that coach be having us in the corner, <laughs> and look at nothing, not peep. Yeah. Well, you know what? Yeah. Now we are those officials. Yeah, I know that you the are. Coaches are. Know knowing you. Knowing that we've been around the block and we, you know, they, they we've earned their trust. Sure, and we've earned their. You know, sure. There's going to be time to di- we disagree. Yeah, but for the most part, they keep it in their pocket. You yeah.
0: Know? So what do you think is the what do you think is the solution to do what the state is continuing? Well, to do? That's part of
1: it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you got to get officials out there. You got to, you know. And, it just, and it's patience and time. You've got to yeah. also educate not just these new officials coming out. You've got to educate the coaches. You've got to educate the fans that, hey, be patient. You be patient. you want to have you know. If
0: you want to have our sport, right?
1: Exactly. Right. Know? Right. Or you know, come on out and take a test. You know, with all these girls now reffing. I'm uh, yeah. not reffing uh, wrestling. We need that's more. That's a whole go, other yeah. pool, I think, to go yeah. get these girls that maybe wrestled in high school a little bit for a year or two, yeah, and yeah. not going to do anything else with it. Well, hey, come on, yeah, be an official, make some money. We need you. So yeah, make, make sure. Think about it.
0: So, so the funniest thing I ever saw, ever saw an official do, was Sam Salupo call a pin with his foot.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a famous story. Yeah. <laughs> I famous saw it. Yeah, right. I saw that. Oh yeah. I'm like, I've seen it done before too. Some oh other. my yeah, god. Yeah. Right. He was so old, or he, he, out of shape, he, he or could whatever. He get away with it at that time, but yeah. <laughs> he yeah. didn't
0: slap the mat with his hand. He no. didn't get down to there. He just he just yeah. slapped it with his foot. Yeah. What's the funniest thing you've ever seen?
1: Oh, you know what? Officials. Um, First thing I think probably in the in locker rooms afterwards. Okay, okay. Because you know, being you know, when you're on in a match pretty intense, you gotta kinda, yeah. kinda keep your game face on, you don't know, yeah, want yeah. to time it down. We get in the locker room and tell me if you can stand if you could be an official and and, and last the locker room ribbing and, and tearing each other apart for a call or a boo who got the oh, ring, oh, yeah. boo. Oh, yeah. You gotta pay thick skin. So those are the times that you know that and the bonding that, that's what I mean. I don't like when I when I retired, I remember telling everybody, you know, I'm yeah. not gonna miss uh, you know, it all being on a mat, rolling around, and doing your mat with with a couple of guys. You know, yeah, day. yeah. I'm yeah. Not, yeah, I'm gonna miss. You know, going out afterwards for the couple of beers. I'm gonna miss being a locker right. room, change, and having you know, all the laughs we used to have. You know, yeah, Pranking. Yeah. I used to love pranking people. I would, you know, <laughs> I would have, you know, Jimmy Barron. Oh, I, Jimmy's the best. At the, at best. the, at the, yeah. at the Brechtel, uh tournament, the finals, I had his whistle, and I stuffed his whistle. He's there. That's he's fantastic. there, ready to blow it for the first place <laughs> match, and. Didn't blow, <laughs> so he'd take his, uh, just, just, just in the rest of the whistle. That's fantastic. Um, it, it, I mean, it could go going on. You know, atomic bomb and underwear and right. you know, stealing right. whistles and t- putting tape stings on people's back. It's just, I mean, sewing people's coats. I mean, it, it could go on and on. It was that, a,
0: that's fantastic. a fun group
1: of guys and. You know, it's a, it's a group of guys that I call my brothers, and you know, I'm fortunate to have a lot, lot of friends, lifelong friends now. Yeah,
0: know? absolutely. Yeah. Well, Terry, I always, I always appreciated your talent and your demeanor, but also your calls. You know, I mean, yeah, everybody makes mistakes, right. but you were good, man.
1: I, I, you know, you I, I tried. Really I, I, you know, I, I did what I. I, I tried to do my best. And you did, you know. You did. You brought a lot. Road. And I put the time next I did my push ups. I did put the time on the mat to yeah. get to where I had to do. You you, know? you brought so. a lot
0: to our sport. Thank,
1: you. Thank uh, you. And
0: I appreciate you coming in here today. Thank you for having me. It has been,
1: been great. Thanks so, for doing all this for wrestling. Uh well, you, you know? know, it's my honor, right? No.
0: It's my honor appreciate to it. interview guys like you and Sully and all the all the guys. I yeah. mean my God, the people that we have sat in. You next want to sit here. and have
1: some stories one time, you get me, Trinity, and Art, and Toby in here, and we could have we have a couple hour <laughs> podcasts. Absolutely. Well, we so, got to yeah. get. We
0: got well. Trinetti, I coach with. Right. Okay. He's, right. He's Potso.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he's completely potso. Yeah. But I love his. I love his
0: crazy. Oh yeah. I love right, his right, crazy. Right. And Toby's yeah. what a class act. He is. A right. Great, great guy. Uh, Classic class act. Uh, Fairport Harbor skipper.
1: Exactly right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Absolutely. So, uh, you know, we like to leave the audience with just a just a word from you. Just something that you could say to the wrestling community or the community at large that you'd like to leave from Terry Armelli.
1: I mean, I meant the one with words of wisdom, trust me, you know. Yeah. Um, just keep grinding. I like that. Keep, just keep grinding. grinding. We you know what? You know? That's good for our country. Yeah. Keep grinding. Right. Not Particularly just right. Now. not just in wrestling but in life. Yeah. You know, keep, keep grinding. grinding. You know everybody yeah. says he build wrestling builds life lessons and, you know. Yep. And it does.
0: Well, you know, I agree with you and you know, there you know, I'm, I I'm I was I, I'm a big I don't know why. I'm a big Stallone fan. I just have, you know. Yeah, sure. And he had one. It was in Rocky Balboa that that line where he's talking to his son. His son's being kind of a dick to him, and he says it's not. You know, life hits you hard. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, right. Yeah, it's not about if you could take the hit. Right. It's it that you can get up and keep moving right. forward. Exactly. Because life hits you right, mm-hmm. and you keep grinding, keep moving forward. That's all. That's the only option that's we all you have. Can do right? right, right. And that's what our sport teaches us. Amen. Yeah, Terry. God bless, brother, man. Thank you. Thank you. Give my love to your brother, Tim. I will, no doubt. Okay? No doubt, will do. Thank you for coming in. All right. It's Coach Cimaroni for Blood Time. We are all blood, love to all. I just love the mission at Edwin's. My friend, Brandon Krastowski at Edwin's Leadership and Restaurant Institute brings a unique approach at giving formerly incarcerated adults a foundation in the hospitality industry. What a marvelous mission. Thank you, Brandon, for bringing these wonderful people back into productive society. Every human being, regardless of their past, has the right to a fair and equal future. Give them a try because their food is magnificent. Their service is first rate, and Brandon is a true Cleveland light. Edwin's We love you.